listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Welcome to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. I am your host, your friendly neighborhood sexologist, Jessica O'Reilly, and I am here today with pretty much my favorite person in the world, if not my favorite, definitely top five. I think you're just saying that because I'm here. Okay, top 10. Top 10? Oh, yes, I made the top 10. Yeah, something like that. Um, Before we get started with my lovely partner here, Brandon, I want to thank my sponsor, adamandeve.com. Adamandeve.com sells everything you could possibly dream of that vibrates and makes you feel good and look good. They have lingerie as well. If you're looking for 50% 50% off, use my code J-E-S-S at adamandeve.com. Without further ado, let me introduce you to, should I read the introduction you provided me with? You know what, it's, um, no, I think, you know, I'll just let you go with it. Okay, well, he wrote something about being superhuman, <laughs> extraordinary. Really fast. Very fast, like a cheetah. I climb buildings. Yeah, he, something about... I'm- I'm Spider-Man. Yes, there was something about Spider-Man, Wolverine, and all of the superheroes packed into one. (laughs) Word of advice, do not let your partner write their own introduction. (laughs) I have here my life partner, my husband, Mr. Brandon Ware. Thank you very much. If we were more sophisticated, we might have some applause sound effects right now. (laughs) But it's just the two of us here. Get a slow clap. There we go. There we go. Thank you. And uh, Brandon is here with me because I just came back from a three-week tour of Southeast Asia, and so we spent three weeks apart, as we have many times this year. And I thought we would talk about how we make it work as a part-time, long-distance couple. And before we dive in. I want to say that, you know, we're talking about our own experiences. I might offer some anecdotes from the research I've come across, but we are by no means the model couple. I would agree. I mean, half of us is a model couple. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, the X-Men half. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it was more the Wonder Woman half. Or the superhero half. Yeah, I got it. So, yeah, we don't have everything figured out. We are... About 16, 17 years into the relationship. That is the question for you this morning, isn't it? How far are we he into He always this? gives me a hard time because I forget the <laughs> I'm anniversary. I'm just kidding around. I'm just um, Usually I plan a trip abroad for work <laughs> for our anniversary, only he's not invited. <laughs> <laughs> this year, actually, for our it's our 17-year anniversary coming up in a couple of months, and I'm going to San Miguel de Allende in Mexico. And I would like to come just to practice my Spanish. Oh, gosh. Brandon yeah. has been taking Spanish Los lessons. Los gatos beben leche. Oh, my God. All of my my Spanish friends. Just are... embarrassed everyone who's listening that speaks Spanish. I got to tell you, one time we were in Pittsburgh, and we were at the hotel uh, in the elevator, and we were at the hotel where the Major League Baseball players were staying. And a couple of guys get on the elevator, and they're famous baseball players, and they're speaking Spanish. And Brandon, or maybe it was me, I was like, oh, my husband's learning Spanish. I told them that the cats drink milk. (laughs) None of them thought it was funny. No, I did. Yeah. That's all that matters. Anyhow, that's probably not the most interesting anecdote, but it was really funny to me at the time. Anyhow, yeah, so we're going to talk about our long-distance relationship and how we make it work. And Brandon had mentioned that... There are things that we do before I leave, during my trip. It's always me who's away. Mm-hmm. Um, and after. And some of these things we do effectively, and some of them 
I think are a disaster. I would say that the way we behave before and during our breaks, so while I'm away, before and during, I think we provide a really positive model for a happy, healthy relationship. But (laughs) the way we interact when we come back together... Maybe not so ideal. I think it's another story. I think we leave something to be desired and we're working on it. I mean, before you go away, if we were to segment things into the three three areas, before, during, and after, I know that before you go away, I definitely make an effort to set time aside, to spend time with you, to relax, or to do my best to do those things so that you know we've got that quality time that we're not going to have for the following three days or three weeks or however long you're gone. And I, I think I do a good job at it. I think you do a good job at it. It's about um, recognizing the importance of the relationship over other things that seem to be taking precedence at that time. Yeah, that's true. I think when we're together, we work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do the dirt, 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 dirt. Oh my God, I'm the worst. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I don't think Riri's going to like you too much right now. So we work. We work and we work. But when we know I'm leaving, we both tend to take a half day to a day for each other. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess what it really boils down to is prioritizing the relationship and carving out the quality time. And I know you're really good at doing that. Um, I also think that one thing you're really good at that I'm not good at before I leave is is making sex a priority. Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you're going to be away for a while. so And your um, hand gets really tired, right? Yeah, you get let's really cuts. delve into the uh, personal... <laughs> areas of our relationship but yes uh there are two things so before we talk about the intimate part we talk about um just spending quality time together and again yeah it's just a matter of carving out time it's never perfect there is never enough time as everyone will say but i think i make an effort to even if it's just three to four hours to go for dinner to go for lunch just to relax watch a movie do something because i know that i'm not gonna have uh, the time to spend with you but and again you can always find a reason not to do it but I think you have to. I've learned from you. You just have to make time. Well, time is a choice. We all talk about how busy we are. Um, you know, I was looking at the, my country list, and I've been in 33 countries in a very short period of time. And uh, you either choose to make the time for one another or you don't. And I always say, if Oprah were to call and request lunch with you tomorrow, you would make it happen, probably. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, Oprah is not your person. Maybe it's Obama. Maybe it's somebody else. Whoever your person is who you would love to meet and network with, if they asked you for lunch tomorrow, you'd make it happen. So if you can't make coffee time for your partner, then, you know, that's your call. I also, just to to touch on that really quickly, I also think that we have this idea that disappointing somebody else will be this catastrophic event. It's as though if, for me, with my work, if I tell a client that I'm unavailable, uh, you know, Wednesday afternoon from noon until five, that they're not going to work with me again. But the truth is, is that when you explain, I think when you explain to people some of the circumstances that surround it, it's like, you you know, you're going to be away for three weeks. I need to, I I want to spend, and I'm going to spend uh, half a day with my partner uh, but I will make time for you, Mr. Mrs. Client or children or whomever, after then their understanding of it. So it's a lot easier. I think we just... Oh, so you actually tell your clients why you're not available. Yeah, I've... I've I do now. Oh, I guess. And if they, and if I haven't now, if they, if they're listening to this, they know why. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I guess it gives it gives you a human side. So that's for people who are really busy in business. But let's get to the sex. So yeah. I am always tired <laughs> before I leave. I'm always running around like mad. And you know this the Southeast Asia tour that I went on. I just came off a tour in Europe. I was in Europe for three weeks as well. So I come back. I'm jet lagged. I'm tired. Uh, I like the sex, but I don't think I prioritize it. But one do thing. Do you use the Google too? I use the Google and I have the sex. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sometimes at the same time. Sometimes. Yeah. You're like a Costanza sandwich in the bed. Oh, I wish. Yeah, I know. That's like my ultimate fantasy. So, but you, anyhow, you make us have sex, not make us. <laughs> you, you make, you, you basically say like we've, you don't say it in these words, but I can tell that we have to have sex because I'm leaving. And it's interesting because, again, the way you behave when you know you're going to be apart is a model for how you might consider behaving when you're together. Because it's, it's like if I know I can have sex tomorrow night, I might not bother with it tonight. So I guess I, what I'm trying to say is I force myself to get in the mood and you work really hard to get me in the mood before I leave. Yeah, and, I, and I'm no different too. It's not just because I'm, I'm doing what it takes to, to put us in the mood doesn't necessarily mean that I too am always in the mood. I'm also pushing my comfort zone and saying, you know what, I know you're going to be away for five days or three weeks or five weeks. And it is important for us to to have the sex, as you put it, <laughs> and um, to take the time, even when I'm not necessarily feeling the urge to do it, to try and put myself into that into that headspace, into that mood. And, and again, if it works, great. And if we just end up chilling out and relaxing for a bit that's cool really too. can i get that in writing no you can't get that in writing. <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to you know okay so so i guess that's what it boils down to we make time for each other we also have sex even when we're not in the mood so the idea is you don't wait until you're in the mood for sex because if you wait until you're in the mood you may never do it it's kind of like working out like i've never ever wanted to go to the gym in my life but if ever. you go to okay ever. Never, i've never been yeah let's not lie <laughs> <laughs> no but sometimes i do my seven minute workout on yeah. fitnessblender.com that's true that's true at home 10 minutes Daniel. is my maximum daniel, Dan and, daniel kelly and kelly are our personal trainers on yeah. fitnessblender.com uh okay so that's what we do before we make time for each other we make time for sex and the other thing i think we do well before i leave is that we let things go sometimes um you know, you get into a little argument or a little tiff or you harp on an issue. And I know when I'm going to be away for three weeks, I just let things go. Yeah, agreed. I, I do the same. Oh, it's, come on. It's you not... let things go all the time. That's how yeah, this yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. But, lasts. But, but even, <laughs> even more so, when you're going away, I realize that a lot of what it is I may be discussing or bringing up isn't of, it's not important okay. in the grand scheme of things. So that's the before. Now, while we're away... Um, I don't know. What do you think? How do we make it work? I have my ideas. I think I get like a C grade on uh, <laughs> while you're away. If, if, if a teacher was to, to degrade my uh, my activities while you're gone in terms of what I do, I think I, I don't get the greatest. Why? I slip into some bad habits with it when it comes to work or technology or some of these things that we've had discussions about before uh. in previous episodes. Um, especially with while you're gone, I mean... When you were in India and when you were in Nepal recently, there was a big time difference. Yeah, we were 10 and a half and 10 hours and 45 minutes apart. It was a super weird time difference. And so so you're saying like you, you basically are on your phone at night and on your phone in the morning? Yeah, I mean, we make a, an effort. We make a, we have a commitment to ourselves in, within this relationship to stop working at a certain time, to not bring technology up into the bedroom uh, so that we can actually turn our brains off and and you know, recharge and reconnect. And when you are away, 
I find myself working from 7 in the morning until 11 o'clock at night. I have my phone next to me in the bed. Just in case and, I call. And, well, it is. It's in case you call or in case you need something. I want to be available. And I think that it's amazing while you were gone the last three weeks how poor my sleep was. Mm-hmm. How, um, how exhausted. Eat. I didn't Every eat time properly. I come home, he's lost weight because yeah. he just eats like a handful of cereal yeah, and, and it, yogurt. I, I don't invest the time and the effort into the things that we've uh, and that I acknowledge are very important for us to do when it comes to, um, you know, reconnecting. And it, even if it's not with your partner, I think just resetting uh, uh, on a personal level, like, yeah. you know, turning off your phone, not bringing it up into the bedroom. These are rules that work for us. But I guess here's the problem. It feels like maybe you're doing it for me and for the relationship and not for yeah, yourself. That's a cop out on my part, right? Like me saying that I'm I'm doing it for you. I mean, I, I really should be doing it for, you know, for you, but also f- for myself yeah. too. Like there's a huge add value. But there's some me. things you keep doing. Like I noticed you still go up to my mom's house on Sundays. Yes. Um, so you keep some of those routines and routines that in some way involve me, right? That's my, that's my family. I mean, they're your family too, and they love you, yeah. but you still go up to my mom's. Do you go for the football and the food? I go for the football. <laughs> I go for the food. No, I love your mom. And of course, our, and, my and, 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 and Luigi too. Yeah. And of course, Lido needs, you know, some, some time up Lido, at the in-laws, our, our dog. Lido is our dog. Yeah. Okay. So you, you keep that up. I'm going to talk about, so I don't think I'm great before we leave. I think I'm a bit of a head case because I'm like, oh, I have to leave for three weeks. I'm so upset. And then as soon as I get on the plane, I'm all excited because I flew on the best plane. If you're not on my Instagram, I flew on the <laughs> A380 Emirates with the private bar and lounge. So you just cool. went for the drinks. I basically went all the way to Southeast Asia for the speaking tour so that I could drink <laughs> 2008 Vivco in the air. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I think I'm pretty good during while we're while we're apart. Um, one thing that I think I do well and that I you know can offer as insight or as a tip for for you listening is that when we talk and we talk often, Brandon and I, while I'm away. I try not to talk about the mundane. I try not to give you a play-by-play of what I've been doing all day and here's how my speech went and here's what the monkey looked like at the monkey temple in Kathmandu. I try and give you some of the really fun highlights, but I also try to have deeper, more meaningful conversations with you for two reasons. One, it is not deep and meaningful to talk about and then I had a glass of water and I had a smoothie and my tummy hurt those are not meaningful conversations and so I try and talk about deeper issues so for instance when I was in Southeast Asia what was on my mind was the role of the West in borrowing I'm going to use a a nice term um, pieces of Eastern culture and how I feel as someone who is born in the West, so I'm a Westerner, but who is also of Chinese heritage, so I, I feel Eastern and was raised with, to some degree, Eastern culture. Uh, so it's a philosophical discussion. I don't need to get into that, but I feel very strongly, very passionately about it. And so that was, a, I was talking to you a lot about my interactions with that feeling and with the philosophy that surrounds it. And so if that might sound boring to you, but it's really important to me. And because it's important to me, I want to share it with my partner, the one person that I feel like I'm a hundred percent open with and so we were having these deeper more meaningful conversations which I think helps keep us connected in a way that just talking about here is what I did today um, can possibly do and then the second piece to talking about those deeper issues is that when I come home I have all these exciting things to tell you right like I was in seven different places in India Nepal and Sri Lanka I have so many stories to tell you and I didn't tell you every single day on the phone and so when we sat down and had a drink when we got home we well it was a coffee but we were able to like talk about those exciting things so so my I guess my advice 
um, is that talk about more meaningful issues and not just your day-to-day while you're apart. Uh, Brandon's, I guess, advice is to not break some of the good habits you've developed together. Um, And then another piece of advice I have is, and I, I find this really works for us and we don't do it enough, is when we talk, because we have access to um, to, to Skype and, sorry, FaceTime. what's the Apple one called? Oh, FaceTime. <laughs> sorry. Uh, to, to talk eye to eye, face to face, because we know from research that just looking in your partner's eye helps with a chemical release in just 30 seconds in terms of an oxytocin spice spike that helps to bond you. And I don't know if it works over the screen. We don't have any research in that area, but I certainly feel... More connected and excited just to see your face. And even a simple, like every now and then I'll send a, a video or a photo of... His some, penis. Not at all. <laughs> not. Nope. Guys, he won't send me <laughs> penis pictures. He doesn't trust me just because uh, I leave my phone everywhere. Yeah. How many times have you lost your phone? Exactly. 62 this week, but yeah. I still have it. I got it back. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah. But I do think it's important for me to send you things that remind you of how good things are back here. Yeah. Like I think that it's a nice reminder of... You know, when you come home, there are people here waiting for you, or there's things yeah. that you love here that uh, not that you you know you've temporarily temporarily left that are excited to see you or excited. He's talking to, about the dog. About, not so much <laughs> me as so much the dog, uh, and I know that it does feel good when you get those messages because I've been on the receiving end and it is nice. But let let's go back to the penis pictures. No, let's so not, I want to reassure you that should you send me penis pictures, unfortunately. If, if I were to lose my phone, nobody would know that it's your penis because other people send me unsolicited penis pictures oh, all the time. that's appreciated, Yeah, sure. it's, which is total violation. Another topic we should talk about. Screw you, people who send me unsolicited penis pictures. Brandon Ware, I'd like you to send me solicited penis pictures. Well, I am not. I'm going to disappoint you. I probably won't. How about a scrotal shot? No, absolutely <laughs> not. And to those individuals who feel that it is um, appropriate to send those, grow up. Yeah. Like what's wrong with Show you? some respect. Yeah. That's a, that's a different topic. So we've talked about before, we've talked about some hard tips for during. Um, here's the part we struggle with the most. After? Yeah. It's <laughs> the like, after? Okay. So let me explain to you. I'm on my way home. I'm so excited. I'm happy. I'm on my flight. I'm back on my A380. You're just hanging with the chicks in the, in the <laughs> lounge yeah. on board. And I'm so excited to see Brandon. I can't wait. But then when we get home... Obviously, we're really excited at first and, you know, it feels really good. But we have this habit that we've gotten into, and it's not 100% of the time. It hasn't happened yet this week. Nope. Just waiting for it. <laughs> I've been home 72 hours. Um, we often get into fights. For sure we do. Yeah. When I come home. I think it's a combination of things. I mean, I, I think it's it's breaking some of the routines that we've had when we're on our own. I think it's um, just... There, there are challenges acclimatizing back to the routine that we had before. Um, you know, my, my business doesn't stop, and I'm sure people's lives don't stop when one partner goes away for a while. So hang on, takes... hang on. The city of Toronto doesn't stop when I Jessica know, comes surprising. back home? I know, it's surprising. It doesn't actually, <laughs> see, you know, everything doesn't just get pushed push a, a hold button there yeah but you're very sweet Brandon actually I'll, I'll tell you one thing he does is he comes and gets me at the airport even though I have a, a car reserved for me we don't use it I, don't worry I cancel it I don't just leave the guy waiting um Brandon always takes the time to come get me in Toronto and if you know Toronto traffic or if you know Brandon's <laughs> yeah. schedule it's 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 a big deal that he cars out that time so the first like 24 hours are good and then there's some sort of attention that sometimes comes over us and I think you're right I think it's a matter of 
breaking a routine. For three weeks, I've been on my own. I've eaten when I wanted to. I've He's not eaten at all. I have not eaten whenever <laughs> I have wanted to. You know, to. you leave your stuff at wherever you want to leave it. And we... Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you leave a lot of stuff around. I'm just throwing it out there. Basically, I pack two hours before I leave, and then it takes me two months to unpack <laughs> when I get home. So, yeah, I make a mess of things. And I'm not a mess. You know I don't like a mess. No, I know you don't. So I think I make a mess, but then I blame you for the mess. Oh, really? In, yeah. your, in your head, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so we have to work on that, uh, on coming back together. So I'll tell you one thing I did this time around was when I was getting off the plane, when I was walking out, hoping I didn't get strip searched through Canadian customs because I'm a heat score. Um, I thought to myself, like, you love this man. He's amazing. And he really is. I mean, I don't have to tell myself that, but I have to remind myself, don't start a fight with him. Cause I would say that it's probably me. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. 99 percent <laughs> no no not at all no it is but it's funny it's, that you say that you that starts the, these things and i don't know what it is i think i'm tired first of all you have to remember like i landed the other night i'm 10 and a half hours in a time change and i just change immediately like i literally switch to every time zone i move to in a matter of minutes and it's partly psychological it's partly adrenaline i have so much adrenaline that I'm able to stay awake or go to sleep or whatever it is I need to do. It kind of reminds me of two people that are coming together for the first time. Two people that are trying to make their their um, hmm. you know their, their routines mm -hmm. jive like together. Moving in. Yeah, like moving in, and oh. the, you know the challenges associated with that because you we do we get stuck, especially as we get older, we get stuck in our ways. We have routines, we have things that we like. And how old are you, Brandon? I apparently from this conversation, I'm 85 <laughs> years old. Brandon's gonna be 40 soon. I am turning 40 very very soon, but. And, and, and I'm embracing date, it. How does it feel to date a younger woman? Feels amazing. <laughs> Super lucky. I'm not actually that much younger. I just like to give them a hard time. But I think it's going back to the to your point. It's about breaking some of the routines that have been created, whether they're yeah. good or they're bad. It's about understanding that they're going to be broken. And I too, it's funny that you mentioned you know talking through in in your mind because oh, I too will do the same thing where I will say to myself, okay. You know, Brandon, I wanted to swear there and you know make reference to to what I think, but it's don't <laughs> be rational. Yeah. Just you know, you're gonna have some changes that come about over the next few days as the routine settles back to yeah. some degree of normalcy and and roll with it. Be cognizant of it when it when you feel yourself starting to get a little irritated because something is changing um, and differs from what you've experienced over the last little bit. Know that. This is just the acclimatization period back to the good routine that you had before your partner went away. Okay, so it's it's not it's it's self talk in a way, but it's more about reminding yourself to appreciate each other Definitely. and also to I think be easy not only on on each other but on yourself because it's normal to feel irritated. I know for me, like I'm I'm a little hard on myself when I come home because I expect to get right back into my routine. Meanwhile, you know, it took me two nights of overnight flights yeah. to get home. And so there's a lot of lost sleep. There's the big jet lag that I never admit to. People always ask me if I, I'm jet lagged. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I can convert to any time zone. I'm superwoman. And so I have to be a bit easier on myself and easier on you. It's funny that you said that you did the, the self-talk because is that something you've done before? And the reason I'm asking is that I did it this time and we actually haven't gotten to a tiff. <laughs> no, I, I, we, we haven't. And, it, and, it, like, and it's good. But I, but this is a fairly tomorrow. new thing. Yeah. <laughs> The day is young. Uh, 
but going back to some of these before, during, and after moments, I think what you can see is the before and the after, it's about carving out some time to show your partner that they are important to them. And it doesn't mean you have to carve out a week when they're back. But even if you were to take, like like I make an effort to do, uh, you know, a couple of hours for me to to spend some time with you, to drop you off at mm-hmm. the airport, to do something important to let you know that I do care mm-hmm. about you. And it doesn't have to be that. It could be going for a coffee. It could be making somebody dinner. Mm-hmm. It's, I think, again, it's about carving out the time to show the appreciation for the person that you're with. All right. We've got it. So I'm not sure. Hopefully that's a little bit helpful to the people listening if they're spending time if apart not, from their partners. If not, you got a bunch of stories about us. Yeah, exactly. So beforehand, during, and after, we're still working on the after. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Getting there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think one thing is we need to go a little bit easier on ourselves. Agreed. You do need to go easier <laughs> I need on me. To go no, easier just kidding. On you. Just kidding. No, I, I think, oh, here's another problem. Sorry to bring up one more problem. And it's my problem. When I come home... I want the world to stop for me. I want you to be all, <laughs> look at his face, oh my honestly. Goodness. No, but I do. I have this unrealistic expectation that we're going to come together and you're going to drop everything for me. And I have to remember that your business is still going even though I come home. And now if this was a once a year occurrence, I think you could drop everything for me for a full day. But this happens every single week or month. I travel Yeah, every single week. Every single week and sometimes for longer periods of time. So I think I have to temper my expectations. And of course, if you're looking for the formula for happiness, (laughs) it basically entails making sure that your expectations are lower than the outcome. And and I don't I don't mean that in a negative way. I actually think it's it's a really interesting outlook to stop having such high expectations of yourself and other people. So have I really set the bar low for your expectations of me? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, basically he'll just he'll just yeah. be awake. So there you have it. That's how we get along or don't get along or make it work. Don't be so hard on yourself. No, I know. Like, that goes not just for you, for everybody. I yeah. mean, make an effort, right? Everybody yeah. making an effort, I think, is is the bare minimum, but knowing that it's uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah, and we often talk about how we're far from perfect. Definitely. I am far from perfect. When we when we did the podcast on fighting people, I got so many messages from people saying, I can't imagine you fighting. I'm like, oh, really? You guys should join me for like wow. 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> of course we fight. We're human. And we have, we have a really, I'll tell you, we have a nice relationship. I would not be doing what I'm doing for a living if I wasn't so happy in this relationship. But that is no indication that we're perfect by any stretch. Agreed. Hashtag far from perfect. <laughs> Hashtag far from perfect. All right. That's all the time we have. Thanks, babe. Oh, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, and thank you to you for listening. Thank you, of course, to adamandeve.com, our sponsors. And if you are shopping, after all, it is Black Friday. You don't have to spend money. But if you're in the mood for something sexy, use code J-E-S-S, just for 50% off almost any item, plus free shipping on your entire order at adamandeve.com. Now we are off to... Pearson Airport. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to the Everything to Do with Sex show. I'll be there all weekend delivering seminars with my favorite sex toy brand, WeVibe, and also signing books. So very excited Brandon's coming out to help me. If you see a hot man in a Sex with Dr. Jess t-shirt, that is my husband. I'll be fanboying you all weekend. Oh, I hope so. Thank you very much, folks. Have a lovely weekend, a lovely week ahead, and thank you again for tuning in. You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life.